What is going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony, and you're listening to Monday Madness here on the Culture Jacked Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We have uh, a subject that I'm going to kind of riff through. I wrote down some points and some items I wanted to talk about. I did have a different subject, truth be told. Um, and I changed it up at the last minute because a couple of things came to mind as I was uh, prepping to do that. So I will uh, have to pick that episode up at a later date. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about um, self-made content creators and social media as a whole. And there's some specific reasons why. And I'm going to get to that here in a moment. But first, how was your weekend my uh i'll tell you how mine went mine has gone absolutely incredible i have uh found the opportunity over the last couple of days as i took a couple of days off of work really it was only one day off so far which was friday uh but on friday saturday and then part of today which is sunday when i'm recording this i took the opportunity to dive knee deep into a lot of my uh comics my cards uh, which are sports cards, uh, a bunch of crap in my closet. And number one, I uh, am getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Number two, a very solid point, which is actually going to play a little bit or a lot into, I keep hunkering over here. Let me adjust the mic up some. I have a bad habit of doing that. Instead of trying to sit up straight, I kind of hunker over. Um with doing that, though, I came to the realization that it was time that I kind of started scoping stuff in and come up with a plan. Because as I've mentioned before, I have like Magic the Gathering cards from when I was a kid, X-Men cards from when I was a kid, baseball, basketball, football, hockey. And then most recently, I've been getting back into comics. Now, I, I have comic books from when I was a kid. And... You know, through the years, I have kind of assimilated, you know, each one of those things as time prevailed, more or less like uh, I can remember, shoot, over a decade ago, it was probably 15 years ago, Bosco's, which is a comic shop, one of their locations was closing. So I bought a bunch of comics. I bought magic cards. Um, and, and really, the hobbies have been, you know, one of those things to where it comes and goes collecting cards have come and go, but I had these big collections of them. And with going through all of that stuff, I came to the realization that it's time to start just getting rid of it, whether it's me selling it, giving it away or what have you to kind of focus stuff down because I, I don't have the ability to focus in all of those categories with the level of detail that I should, the, I, I need to give each one of those categories, the respect that it deserves. And what I mean by that is when it comes to collecting comics, I need to understand what comics are doing what as far as monetary value goes. What comics do I want to collect? What comics do I want to read? And just that segment of it has taken up a large portion of my personal time uh, over the last couple of weeks as I started reading more uh, and diving into more things. Recently, I was posting about the new Keanu Reeves comic berserker brzrkr by boom studios and i sat down read the comic i was like that was that was a good comic for number one and with not a lot of story being told 
but the focus started to come back on like, what is it that I want to do? Because I, I don't want to collect all this stuff. I don't. In fact, my plan is to get rid of predominantly everything except for comics and maybe baseball cards. And I like the idea. I really do. We'll see what's to come. I got a mountain of uh, baseball uh, baseball cards I'm going to be getting rid of. And some other things I'm, gonna, I'm just going to uh, probably just pass on to somebody that wants to get into collecting or what have you. No, it's not a bunch of value or anything. It, a lot of it's commons and, and whatnot. But I don't have the space for it. I don't have the drive to try to keep up with all these things. And that, in combination with... Uh, well, let me finish the weekend, but that in combination with what I'm going to talk about today, kind of that self-made content creator, what we're seeing on these social media platforms and everything really hit home with me because one of my passions, one of the things that I loved and the reason I was in uh, YouTube for so long and one of the reasons I do the podcast is I love the craft. I love talking about things that I'm that excite me and in culture Jack's case I love talking about movies uh video games collectibles comics uh current events and relevant topics to what the culture jacked is and we'll get to well I, I guess I'll get to details there in a moment um anyways so doing that through the weekend it's been awesome I also got a bunch of other stuff around the house done changed the oil on my wife's car and cleaned up almost got my garage back to you know to where I want it and then in the next couple of days I have a couple more days off that I'm hopefully going to get a bunch of other things done uh that I've been neglecting to do so that is what my weekend has entailed a long drawn out answer that you probably didn't care much about <laughs> but but I'm still sharing it with you um yeah spend some time with the kids Got to get outside. Weather is turning at the moment. It was nice enough to get out there, shovel the driveway, throw some snowballs, do all of those things. So absolutely amazing weekend so far. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what else do I got here? Uh, I already talked about WandaVision in the weekend wire. If you guys did not catch it, uh, we here on the Culture Jack podcast, we had a Thursday news episode, Dustin dropped, and then he just dropped a uh, WandaVision grand finale episode, so you guys are going to want to check those out. I dropped uh, a Weekend Wire, which the Weekend Wire is the weekend news uh, episode that we have available, and uh, here's Monday Madness. So let's dive into the topic here. Let me kind of stitch everything together so it makes it makes a little bit more sense, I guess, as I get into this. So recently with going through everything and coming to the realization that it's time. It's time I got organized. It's time I started changing my scope, my preview, because I can't do everything I try to. It's a it's a problem that I have as a person that I want to do everything, but. It's just not possible. I can't keep up with all the sports to understand who I trade, who I don't trade, who do I sell, who do I, who do I not sell. As far as sports cards go, uh, comics, similar. You know, what's hot, what's not? Am I buying too high, too low? And what do I want to read? I mentioned that earlier. 
So with understanding that from a personal standpoint, and then recently getting um, back into social media somewhat, I uh, have been screwing around on TikTok, courtesy of Dustin, because he kept sending me TikTok stuff. So I finally jumped on the app. I did have the app when it came out, and I didn't care for it, so I deleted it. Um, I'm getting back into it. I I, I don't know how much I'm going to push on TikTok, but one thing to note is I was regularly doing YouTube for years. So if you don't know that, there you go. Uh, For a few years, I ran a channel called The Rinsed Out Experiment, which was an experiment. I wanted to do things. I wanted to see, can I create decent videos? Can I create content? Can I get better at audio, video, lighting? Uh, I wanted to fly my drone and and all of these things. It was a, it, it was a blast. Um, through the, through the years though, uh, I lost focus. I hit a plateau that I never I never overcame. I wanted to do all these things, didn't have the time. I wanted to recreate and had all these great ideas, but just didn't have the time, and in some cases, didn't have the drive. I also have a channel called The Rinsed Out Garage where it's garage focused. And I even scoped that one down to where I was doing install videos, talking about automotive stuff, talking about um, new vehicles that were coming, which was my most recent rendition. But between the both of those channels, collectively, it's it's well over 700,000 views and a shitload of hours worth of watch time and everything. And I... With thinking about that and then thinking about, I love shooting photos. I love shooting video, but I've taken a break. So I haven't, the Rent Start Experiment was hit and miss 2020. I did some stuff and then I went cold turkey and stopped. And then I most recently haven't done content for the Rent Start Garage in well over a month. And it wasn't, it's not about not wanting to do it. it and that's the thing. It's, I had a lot of personal stuff going on. I had a lot of uh, work business stuff going on. And then I also have had um, a lot of school stuff going on for college and and everything. And I was getting burnt out. I, I was. I mean, there was days even with the podcast. And it's not about the podcast. It was just me uh, mentally. And as I recently got back in, you know, like I said, I've been using TikTok for what, two days, but I did bust out the camera. I did, I, I did do a couple of things, not necessarily with TikTok, but it was like, Hey, why don't you shoot some photos? Why don't you start doing this thing? And it sparked, it started to spark the interest and the drive that I once had. And that's what brought me to uh, want to talk about this. And it's also the reason why I wanted to shift my focus from what I was going to talk about over to this because right at this moment, this is extremely important to me and I wanted to share it with you guys um, kind of from a content creator standpoint, but also to talk about some of the incredible things that are available and to give praise to those creators that are relentlessly pursuing their career as a creator. And when I say creator, I mean, it could be a guy doing a kick, a cooking show, it could be guys racing cars. Could be a guy talking about drying. Uh, could be a guy like uh, what we do on the podcast, just reporting and discussing topics regularly for years on end, just grinding it out, trying to create something out of nothing. And that 
to me was a very high interest point. And as opposed to backburnering it, I thought, why not uh, create an episode? Let's talk about it. Let's just talk about it a little bit here. So with that being said, um, I, I want to talk about a couple of things, right? This, this self-made content creator thing is still relatively new to, to people, to humanity. Um, you know, if you can think back when it, when Facebook was dominant and YouTube was still coming up on how people, it was predominantly memes and photos of kids and family, which it shifted dramatically at this point. YouTube was a bunch of goofy people and a couple of serious guys and gals. And now there are people making a very large amount of money creating regular content. And within that content, though, it supplies all of us, the consumers, the audience, the um, the users of these applications with entertainment, with education, with items and content that just fill the void that maybe maybe we're looking for maybe we're not um which which is a completely different question that we could probably focus an episode on in itself but it really sparked the thought that it's like you know there's so many of these people that are just absolutely amazing and most recently tiktok uh over the last couple of days of using it and watching stuff i'm like man there's so many amazing musical talents on there these guys singing gals singing and it's like, this is so crazy to me. What is this going to do to the bigger market of video and photo and audio? Uh, not TikTok necessarily as an independent, but social media and the ability to create content, share it almost seamlessly. Not only just seamlessly, but uh, within seconds. And then also you are capable of retrieving information, retrieving entertainment within seconds. You could search anything. You could search Culture Jacks. You could search uh, a sports item maybe you want to you, you show interest in or are wondering about how to fix your car, how to cook a meal. And there isn't just one alternative or one option. There's so many different options. It's just absolutely staggering. Um, but those people that relentlessly do it, that are pursuing, whether it is a career in YouTube or maybe it's a passion that they're pursuing, such as somebody just absolutely loves cooking. And by coincidence, they are also charismatic enough to carry an episode and to carry another episode and to carry another episode and create a opportunity for them to go full-time, part-time or what have you. And that is the one thing um, one of the items that I started to take note of on, on one of my personal YouTube adventures here was like, you know, once the drive goes, it's hard to get it back. And, and once that content kind of slips and you want to, you want to create and you want to do these things, you, you really have to watch it because time is the one thing that we, we all are are susceptible to whether you have enough or you have too much or you hit, or whatever in between. And then making that negotiation with yourself or your life partner or your family or whatever that is to be able to create a, a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, a podcast, a TikTok account or whatever. Um, unless you're a, you're naturally gifted, you're already popular. You're already a quasi celebrity 
or you just get lucky. I mean, those would be the exceptions, but you still have maintenance and work to do because you don't just create stuff and then call it good, right? I mean, it, it's a perpetual thing. You don't make one YouTube video and you're like, I retire. I mean, life is good if, the, if from a content creator standpoint. And then being the consumer, of course, you always want more. We as consumers have become monsters in the sense that we want more content. We want more. We want more. And I don't mean like a little bit. We've become um, essentially content feeders. We are we are those guys that are always at the trough trying to eat uh, because we constantly want to see. We want to see stuff that's funny. We want to see stuff that that triggers our emotions. We want to see stuff that is entertaining that's exciting that includes your favorite actor actress musical or musician comedian whatever it may be but it's 24 7 365 non-stop which is it's what it's turned into that's what today is because you can watch WandaVision once a week great and that entices you for that 30 minutes or 40 minutes however long those episodes are Um, but if that's the only show you're watching which it could be how much time are you spending in these social media platforms? And maybe you don't interact because I know plenty of people that don't interact that just are consumers. And then there, I know plenty of people that are, that do actively interact, that do participate in a, a certain level of what the uh, algorithm or the application wants you to interact in. And then you've got people that are exceeding that by creating something that's getting drive, getting momentum and building and building and building not only their contact but their brand who they are what they're doing and everything in between and to continue and to keep that motivation not for a month or two months or three months or five months or a year but two years four years six years ten it's absolutely amazing because if you take a step back for a second most people that are starting on not everybody but most people have a full-time job, have a family, have kids, have responsibilities outside of the image that they're sharing with you, no matter what it is. I mean, if if you're watching how to take a photo with this camera and you want to learn some details, they're going to show you specifically that to that granularity that you're seeking for the most part. And it's just amazing to me. It, it really is. And it's amazing that uh, we collectively have grown this thing and we're going to continue to grow it and who's who's to know you know no one knows what's what's next to come because one of the big things that i'm seeing now and i'm sure you are too is you've got your mainstream staples youtube facebook uh tiktok instagram uh twitter and you've got those celebrities or those successful or what, what however you deem those folks that have a large following in those in those uh, categories or in those areas um, but now we have subsections to where people have Patreons, people are doing the OnlyFans thing, the cameo thing, to where it's an independent and more individual experience outside of the general network, thus enhancing their capabilities of making more money um, and offering one-on-one engagement for some type of price, whether it's, hey, I'll do this, you know, I'm going to do this webinar for 50 people, but you got to share this or you have to pay for it or or what have you. And it's just so interesting at this time. So pay attention to that because some crazy shit's about to happen over the next couple of years. And what, what avenue that leads us to, who knows? 
um, but it is an interesting thing. But to be self-made in one of these content areas is absolutely incredible when you consider a handful of things. When you have to create the content, and most of us, it's us alone, right? I can tell you from my experience of doing YouTube regularly for three years, you know, three to going on four years, uh, all the views I talked about, I think I have collectively close to 500 published videos. Um, you know, when, when you start thinking about that stuff and you start thinking uh, big picture wise, it's like, that's a commitment and it's a huge ass commitment because if you are the one producing the content or create, let me step back, creating the content, just like on this podcast today, I had to sit here and I'd make some decisions. I had to figure out what do I want to talk about? I, at the last moment, sat down, wrote down some stuff and then was like, okay, I'm going to make a change today. I want to talk about X. Okay. So I still have to fluidly make the content. I have to talk about X and hopefully entice you, the audience long enough to listen to me, you know, blab on in this case about uh, content creating and social media. Um, but so, so you have that, that artistic, so, you know, quasi artistic, depending on what kind of content you make. Um, or create, whether it's a podcast, a video, or whatever. You also have the technical side of things to where, you know, you got to make sure that your audio is clean and crisp, or should be. Uh, your video is clear. You're not shooting shit you shouldn't be shooting. Um, do you have to set stuff up? Do you have to stage it? Do you have to have help? Do you need to um, go through what your your A audio is and your A your uh a role or your, your primary video. And then you got to th start thinking B roll and B audio and sound effects and music. I mean, for, a, for a lot of people to include myself, I've, I've never been fortunate enough and I wish I did, um, to have significant help to create stuff. Um, but to each their own anyways, you have the technical side and then you still have the marketing side that you have to write it all out. You have to push it and you, you have to hope to some degree that all of that work for that one thing is enough to get a couple of people interested. And that I'm not going into marketing as far as, you know, throwing a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks running a Facebook ad, Instagram ad or something of that nature. I'm just talking flat. And that is per video. Now, there's tricks to the trade, right? I mean, there's there's ways that you can make that more seamless. But the one thing that you can't outrun in this sequence is the content. You can't outrun that. If you, if you make shitty content, you're going to get shitty results. If you make mediocre content, you're going to get mediocre results. If you make great content, you're going to get great results. But that also only happens when you have an audience. And because of certain algorithms within the within the uh, application you may be using. You may you may be making great content and it takes four years because of the competing market you're in, um, which can happen. It's happened and there's been a bunch of big guys that have talked about it. It took me three years to get to 5,000 and then once I hit 5,000, it went to 10, 20, 30, 40, you know, eight, 80,000 subscribers or maybe 8 million subscribers or what, what have you. But it's crazy to start thinking about that. And I know that's more of like a macro level uh, and most of you that just are consumers don't care or don't consider that, but you really should because the relevancy of these types of creators, it's only getting bigger and only getting bigger and only getting bigger. And to understand that is to understand the work that goes behind it and 
Maybe you're considering starting a blog or, or a vlog or a sewing channel or a cooking channel or you want to do a podcast. I mean, there there's commitments that you have to make and you have to be relentless about them because more than likely it's going to take years and years and years and you have to craft your trade. You have to get good or decent at the technical side. You got to get some equipment. You got to get some marketing. You got to get some uh, um, content. You got to get something with teeth. You got to keep your audience uh, on the, you know, on the microphone or excuse me, not microphone, you know, in our case, in this case, you got to keep them listening and we want, we want them to share. And so when you think about that stuff and you start thinking about, you know, like one of the, one of the biggest YouTubers right now, uh, and, and really over the last year is Mr. Beast. And that guy is on fire and rightfully so he's making great content. He, he's a, crazy man when it comes to numbers he's reinvested almost everything i think 20 the middle of last year was the first year that he actually took money um and he's just got crazy ideas he gets the audience engaged and they do stuff i was watching a video with him where he bought an island for like 800 grand or right under eight hundred thousand dollars a little island um him and his buddies went over there they screwed around on the island for a couple of days they came back and then they gave the island away you know, they had to do some goofy, like survival, mini survival type of uh, competition there. But I'm like, no wonder this guy has millions and millions of followers. Like, this is super entertaining. He's got the shit dialed in and he's relentless. I mean, he he sticks to what he does and he creates new and something fresh, new and something fresh. And it keeps you wanting more. And there's several other examples in every one of the spaces. But when you take a step back and you consider, like, if you deleted all of that, what would you be left with to entertain you, especially from your phone? Well, you could, yes, you watch Netflix, you could watch Disney Plus, but more than likely, the bulk of your time spent at least viewing videos on your phone is from some type of social media platform. I'm willing to bet, whether you're a contributor, consumer, or somewhere in between. And this is what 2021. I mean, think of what this will evolve to in 2030. Is it an expectation that everybody is contributing or is it an expectation that you have a year under your belt uh, for your job in this? Because the crazy part is I just talked or a few moments ago, I was talking about all of the skills and all of the things that you have to do. You have to I mean, that's in just this world. Don't it doesn't mean that um it's applicable maybe to what your job is. I mean, if you're a fireman, what the hell does any of that have to do with with, with being a, coming up with content? Now, obviously being a fireman could help you, but being a content creator probably is not gonna overly help you being a firefighter. I don't think. Um, and I could be wrong. But when you start considering that, and then you know, you get you, you get stuff too, like my neighbor watched it actually three three of my neighbors approached me over the last couple of years hey man i was looking up something i i didn't know you were doing youtube stuff even though i've had cameras out front of my house inside of my house i had my drone all this stuff it's like yeah yeah and talk to him real briefly he's like that's cool man like that, that you know i actually use your video and then the other neighbor uh the neighbors one of the neighbor's kids who's who's older he's my age um stopped by and said something to me and that's cool. It's just crazy to think about that. And it's and I'm sure for them, they're like, oh, I didn't know he did that. In fact, that's what they said to me. Hey, that's crazy that you're doing YouTube. 
Um, and, and that's, that's what you've been doing and, and so forth and so on. And then, uh, you know, uh, me as the recipient of the comment, of course, I'm like, cool, man, thank you. I appreciate it. But the, the evolution of this is so crazy. And going back to, I know I'm getting kind of scattered here, but going back to being a content creator though, uh, someone that's self-made is you can reap rewards if you are relentless about this. If you can get support, if you can manage to figure out how to create content that is appealing to a audience, not generally you don't want to go too broad, but a audience, you tune the technical skills required within whatever niche or, or market that you're trying to, uh, or application, I should say, that you're trying to ho- you know hone in on. And uh, in addition to that, you gain the ability to to uh, market and to get to know the applications better. But none of that means you're going to be great. None of it means you're going to be the next Peter McKinnon, the next Casey Neistat, uh, the next, you know, whoever, you know, The Rock or whatever on Instagram or, or what have you. What it does mean, though, if you put the effort in and you learn it and you craft it and you you, you relentlessly pursue it, you're going to learn something. And the flip side to that, like I started and, and said in the beginning with my own personal experience, it's also hard, man. It's not easy. You know, I've had people come up to me like, you don't have a million subscribers. Like, fuck no, I don't have a million subscribers. You don't have 10 million views. Fuck no. Do you? Well, no, but I got a buddy. And and I've met these people. Got a buddy that does was doing YouTube's. Oh, okay, cool. I, and I mean that sincerely. Like, that's awesome. And they have plenty of videos with hundreds of thousands. What kind of videos do they? Make? They were doing like dick the the, the whole dick kicking videos. The the uh, <laughs> crazy like fucking jackass style videos. And I'm like, yeah, that shit draws attention, dude. Like what I do doesn't draw that type of attention. But you know, if you guys are okay uh, physically and mentally, then keep creating that absolutely. And you're getting an audience, and you're growing the audience. I don't know how sustainable that is, but that's not my business. Um. You know, so I, I find that to be interesting as well. I would also, you know, there's there's certain people that it's blows my mind um, on why they're not doing some of this. I, I know personally right now, and I've I've discussed this with some of them, um, and I know you know people that are extremely skilled, maybe in their maybe in their personal business right now, maybe they're a CPA or maybe they're a plumber or maybe they're a fucking bus driver i don't know um but they're damn good at it or they maybe they're not great at that but they add their twist to it which makes it an incredible uh feat an incredible situation and people like that are the people that are making it on these platforms long term the dick you know the the dick kicking deal and lighting people on fire i mean yeah i mean if you can keep that up but the sincere professional or the sincere, like being an artist. I, I love watching artist videos all the time, whether it's painting, drawing, um, guitar videos, what, what, what have you. It doesn't matter. I mean, those are the type of people that if you are committed to your craft outside of the platform, more than likely you can create something long term and hopefully make a little bit of money doing it. I believe that that comes with it and it should come with it. If you're putting in hundreds and thousands and whatever hours and you're learning how to use cameras and you're learning how to set up audio and you're learning, you should get paid for it, especially if you bring an audience. 
Um, but that was the other reason why I wanted to kind of talk through this today was, uh, you know, the missed opportunities with, with some people as well. And I, one of the things I'll say to date even is it's unfortunate for me uh, to some degree on the level of support I get from friends and family. It sucks. Um, I don't know a lot of people that do this stuff. So that also is, that's my own bad. Um, but it doesn't help when you're trying to create stuff and you ask for critiques, or you ask for criticism or you ask for help and it's very standoffish. That's been my experience. And it can at times stammer creativity. Um, it, it also adds a layer of isolation or can. And in my case, I felt isolated a lot of the time, even though I'm putting hours and hours and hours into videos and I'm busting my ass. And maybe I don't yield the results from that video, but the next video will get 1,000 views in a week. And collectively, the video has 10,000 or 15,000 views. That's great. Um, but not being able to talk about it in a social setting, you know, can deflate kind of your, uh, obviously your ego, but also can deflate your creativity because you're like, shit, I was hoping, you know, I put this, I crafted this thing and you're giving me like nothing to go off of here. You're my friend or you're my, my family. And, and no, it's great. Thank you. Baba. And it's like, that doesn't help me. <laughs> so anyways, I, I think it's an incredible time for entertainment. I think it's an incredible time for technology. And between the two and the talented people, like I said earlier with TikTok, my mind has been absolutely blown with the individuals that are vocally just talented, man. I, like I, I've sat there, you know, for 20 minutes. I'm like, Jesus, I got to go do something else. Like just watching people sing and, and all of this. I mean, it, it is incredible. It's incredible to see those talented people. And again, it doesn't have to be a hidden talent like vocals. It can be something maybe you've been a CP, like I said, an accountant for 20 years. Start talking about tips and tricks. Start talking about tax preparation. It's tax time. Start talking about if that's your craft and you love that craft, then that's one more avenue for you to hopefully make some money, but also learn other aspects of creating um, and sharing. And I think, I, I think that in itself is just so incredible. And, and like I said before, artists, uh, pretty much anybody can do it. It's just what level of dedication, how much time do you have? Um, and how much criticism can you take? Cause that's the other flip side to it. At least for my personal experience with YouTube is like, uh, and I actually am in a several YouTube groups and it's always the funniest thing to me when a person is like, I've got a hundred subscribers. And then, you know, a week later, they're like, I got my first bad comment. And then they post it. It's like, Jesus, you got to get ready for a lot more than that. The more you grow, the, the, you know, you get, you get the negative crowd that follows. Now, hopefully you can outweigh that by the positive, but it happens and it's the world that we're in. In the end, the gist of this conversation, I wanted to share some of my point of view of being a content creator Remind you that those that you watch and follow, take a moment, you know, comment, man. Give those guys a thumbs up. They deserve it, especially if you follow a content creator regularly, um, as, you know, especially the smaller guys. The smaller guys need need as much support as you can give them, both on the mental side with a positive comment. Hey, man, great video. I enjoyed it immensely because of X, Y, and Z. 
goes a long way. A follow, a like, a subscribe. And that's for all platforms. If you are just a consumer, or even if you're a consumer and a creator, taking the time to thank or appreciate someone that is not only taking the time out of their day, but going through that cycle, going through the creative, I've got to think about this. I've got to evolve this idea into something. And that is what you're seeing on your screen is the the end result of a creative thing that someone came up with. And if you're watching them regularly, I feel like at minimum, you could throw in some thumbs up in a comment on occasion. And maybe, just maybe, some of that content will um, drive some of that creativity for you, depending on what kind of content you watch. Or maybe it's helping you because you're learning how to change a tire or a math equation or what what have you. So I think that's the gist of today's conversation. I really wanted to talk about that, and I, 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 I am really enjoying talking about it. I feel like I got a little off there, but that is oh. Okay, as always, guys, uh, I think I'm going to wrap it there, boys and girls. Um, I enjoyed talking about this, uh, and it's been meaningful for me personally uh, to, I guess, get a little bit of that off my chest and and to discuss it because doing the podcast with Dustin for the last couple of years, doing independently a ton of stuff on Instagram, a ton of stuff on on, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and finding myself uh, in a tough spot at times um, and wanting to get back on the horse and, and ride it out, I figured what better application than to share some of this with you guys because maybe you're on the fence, maybe you're a consumer, or maybe you're somewhere in between. But think about your future. Think about what you're putting out in the world, and uh, we'll, we'll leave it with that. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I do got some really cool things planned out already because I switched at the last moment um, for some future episodes of Monday Madness. I hope your weekend went well. I hope you have an incredible week. And don't forget all those episodes I mentioned in the beginning. We had a Thursday news. We had a WandaVision, uh, the finale. We got the weekend wire. And, of course, you listen to Monday Madness here. But here in a couple of days, you're also going to get the Friday show. And you can, uh, well, excuse me, the news desk on Thursday, the Friday show on Friday. And you can start that cycle all over again. Regular podcasts. uh, We've got between four and five coming to you every single week here at the Culture Jack podcast. Make sure to take a moment. Follow us. Drop a comment. It means a lot to us. It helps us grow. Earlier when I was talking about growing and getting the audience to interact a little bit. You're the audience. Please take a moment and do that. Share the content. Um, It means a lot to us. It does help us grow the uh, applications like it because it'll help uh, us grow within their world as well that's it guys again thank you for tuning in i will catch up with you in the next episode